Good evening, friends. Welcome to another episode of Just Tamika. We have a real treat in store for you today as we talk with Brother Patrick Martin. Patrick is a youth leader at Eastside Church of God in Christ. He's an advocate and a change maker. He is responsible for the creation of a nonprofit called the Patrick Martin Foundation that gives scholarships and finds other creative ways of giving back to the youth. Patrick is also running for Area 2 of the school board in his district in the hometown of Stockton, California. He talks to us today about many things and many challenges of being a young Christian today. He speaks on fatherhood, on the importance of a prayer life, and the importance of just taking care of your mental health. So join us today, and I hope that you enjoy as much as I did speaking with him and gleaning from his words of wisdom. Good evening, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Just Tamika. We have with us today a young man by the name of Patrick Martin out of Stockton, California. And oh, what a passion he has for young people. He is someone that I am godly proud to know. He's a very, just a very passionate and caring person, someone that I admire and I appreciate. And he happens to be running for the position of Stockton Unified board member in district number two. So if you guys see that name, it's good stuff associated with it. But I will let him go ahead and tell him, tell you a little bit about himself. So go ahead, Brother Patrick. How's everybody doing? Um... My name is Patrick Martin, and I'm running for an Area 2 School Board District. And I'm very excited about this opportunity because I never saw it coming. You know, um, I grew up in, you know, a poverty-stricken neighborhood. <clears throat> and, you know, I've seen a lot of my friends go to jail. I've seen a lot of my friends get into a lot of trouble. And, you know, ev- you know eventually later down the line, I got in trouble. You know, and I've learned and grown, matured over the years, and I'm very excited to be in this position to give back and bring resources to my community and just be a part of something big into making change. So I'm excited. Yes. And I know that this is not your first introduction to the field of politics. I know that you were very integral in helping to work on uh, Brother Michael Tubbs's um, campaign and he's done a lot of good things for the city mm-hmm. um, I know that you are someone who cares about people and wants to make sure that everybody has access to what they need right um, you are also someone who has started a foundation can you tell us a little bit about right, that right. The, the Patrick Martin Foundation um, it's it's a foundation that was uh, long overdue um, I had thought about it years ago and I said okay it's time to get to work on it okay I wanted to bring resources um, to our children in the south side community you know we we have a scholarship foundation uh, within the found within the um, foundation and we also have programs that we're starting such as a, um, a etiquettes course for young men Oh, nice. Yes, yeah, so we have we show them how to tie <clears throat> ties and how to we're actually uh, we take them to go fit it for suits. Very nice. And how to conduct themselves, etiquettes, how to treat women, um, teaching them about importance of education and um, growing from a boy to a man. And we're trying to plan on 
um, after they finished doing like the coursework, you mm-hmm. know, community work and things like that, um, we're trying to take them on a trip to Hawaii. Oh, where they get to practice skills. Yeah. Very so, nice. So we get to Very try to nice. take them to um, Hawaii at the end of everything. Okay. You know, and how cool would it be, you know, if, you know, <clears throat> a nine-year-old child says, hey, like, I'm doing this with this foundation, and look, we're going to Hawaii. Right. You that know, especially awesome. out of our neighborhood, you don't see that. How does somebody connect to the foundation? Like, how do they, um, <clears throat> is there a website? Where are the access points? Um, You can go to Patrick. <clears throat> Sorry, you can go to patrick.martinfoundation.org okay. and everything's on there. Um, we have a lot of information on there. Um, we have apparel coming, you know, and we're, yes. we've connected with um, even Howard University because Very we nice. want a lot of our, um, our minority students to, you know, go to these HBCUs, you mm-hmm. know, with better opportunities. It's a really good way to interrupt the you know, the um, cradle to prison pipeline, mm-hmm. because education is the way, you know, right. if kids know and realize that, okay, I don't have to go this way. And right. that I think for a lot of our young kids, especially college is not on the radar because they feel like they can't go. Mm-hmm. And then um, I love that you're out there telling them that if you want to go, if you have the desire, there's a way. Right. And so I think that's amazing. We, we talk about, there's a saying where they say, like, college isn't for everybody. Mm-hmm. College is for everybody. I agree. If you apply yourself and taking advantage of the opportunity, because you can be whatever you want to be. However, you have to educate mm-hmm. yourself. You have to get that knowledge. And I didn't take school serious when I was younger because I almost didn't graduate. Well, a lot high of us, school. I think, yeah. <laughs> like, I was smart and um, I was even in the IB program, you know, for a minute. And then I got out and I said, man, you know, I got into other stuff. And, you know. So, what, because I think a lot of our, especially our men, a lot mm-hmm. of them are there where you're not really, school's not on your radar. You're just right. going, going through the motions. For you, what made it click? What made you figure out that, okay, I better get this together? <laughs> um, it was probably when I started to work with Tubbs. Okay. You know, and <clears throat> honestly, I, I wouldn't be exactly where I'm at without his help. Now, I was always doing things within the community, you yes. know, since I was about probably like 15. Mm-hmm. But I didn't take it as serious until I started to see what he was doing. And I said, oh, like this, when he asked me to be a part of his campaign, I said, I'm not doing that. That's corny. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to do that. You know, because I'm, I'm like the cool dude. So, right? <laughs> so I'm like, no, I don't want to do that, you know. But I want to do it in a different way and not like that. So when he asked me to be a part of his campaign for the um, councilman, when he was going, it was exciting to me. It was interesting. And I said, okay, let me try it. And when I, after working with him, I said, okay, I want to go further and I want to do more, you know, and take it to a whole nother level. Okay. And I think sometimes that that is important for young people. We have to see ourselves Mm -hmm. in things before we gravitate towards it. Um, We have to see ourselves doing things. And I think when you see someone that looks like you, Mm -hmm. sounds like you, maybe had humble beginnings like you, then it's like, oh, well, I can do that too. Or I can't, especially you, like you said, you know, being the cool guy, you know how to connect with those kids Mm -hmm. that are in that space versus, because not everybody's going to take the same approach and not everybody's going to be like a poindexter or, or on that, you know what I mean? I don't know how else to say it, but, um, you know, and there's different strokes for different folks. And I think that 
that's part of what makes you a powerful connection to the the young community because um, I watch how you work with the kids at, at, at Eastside. You know, those kids love you. They respect you. And, yeah, sometimes you have to be firm and help them stay in line, but you have to know how to do that. Right. Not everybody can do that. You have to have a connection with kids before you can correct them. You can't just walk up to some kid that you don't know and start yelling at them because they're right. going to shut down. And so that's, um, I will say, I am grateful for the work that you do, not only through the foundation, but also at Eastside, just impacting lives daily because – you also are the youth director right. at Eastside, a church of God in Christ. So, you know, those kids really do. You keep them busy. You keep mm -hmm. them engaged and involved. Um, and I think I think that you do an amazing job. And I've heard feedback that, that matches that. Mm. What are some, are there ways that you can tie these things together? Or do you do that sometimes? Um, conflict of interest on certain parts. Okay, so there's some, some so things like, that you aren't able to. Some things we are not able to do. Okay. Um, we don't want to get a fine. This is true. <laughs> you know, and we don't. When you don't want to hinder progress, so I, I get yeah. that. Yeah. You got the wheels moving, you don't want to. Um, if, if I'm doing a foundation event, no way, shape, or form can I talk about my campaign. Okay. No way, shape, or form. Um, now, if I'm on a campaign, I could easily throw out the, you know, hey, y'all check out the Patrick Martin Foundation. Not saying it's me. But it's right. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, another thing is, I feel like, um, it's like kids nowadays don't understand how it's okay. It's cool to be smart. Mm -hmm. it is. It's not cool to go to jail. You don't, it's not cool to go to jail. It's not cool to be in the streets. Cause at the end of the day, when you get caught up, nobody's there. Right. Nobody's there. All those people you trying to run with, all those they're people. They're gone. They're, they're doing, they're doing their thing. And, and you know, I, I, I try to tell a lot of children, like, man, it's cool to be smart. It's cool to handle your business. It's cool to, to to not. You don't have to always wear Jordans. You know, you don't have right. to follow suit with everybody else. You you create your own lane, and even with my situation, being doing this foundation and running for um, having a campaign, I'm not competing with anybody. Like I'm in my own lane. I'm doing what I want to do for my community. What I feel like is right. Uh, even other candidates, I'm not going against them. I'm spreading love to them, mm -hmm. even the people that are in the seats. Because there's room at the table for everybody. Every, well, they don't see it that way, but this is you true. know. And in politics, <laughs> rarely, right? It's all about. I'm, I'm showing and I'm showing love to everybody. I'm praying for everybody because yeah. it's that's what we need. You know, even if I don't get it, I'm still going to do what I'm doing now and spread love and positivity to to my community you know? i wanted to ask you too because there was something that you shared um before it was at east side was doing her church service and i hope that you're okay talking about it now okay. but i really want you to talk because my background is mental health mm -hmm. and so wherever i can i make those connections mm -hmm. and i know that we all are in a place coming out of this pandemic with fears rising that we might be you know going back to where numbers are rising and things like that. And then we've got the wildfires, all these things it takes a toll on a person's mental health. Right. So what I'm asking you as a young man, mm -hmm. um, what are some ways that you could be with yourself, but your peer group too. What are some ways that you see, um, stress, anxiety, um, mental stressors affecting maybe your age group? And what are some things that you found helpful or, you know, that you can direct, them to connect to what has helped you as a young man who's you know had to deal with real life stuff 
Um, <clears throat> seeking therapy. Okay. All right. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. So you, cause I can't tell you as a black <laughs> practitioner how often I hear black people go to church, black people go to Jesus. No. Yes, but Jesus gave you doctors. He gave you psychiatrists. He gave you therapists. He gave you all these tools. Now, we we kind of we we sort of get confused with that. Okay. It's no. There's no issue praying, having faith. Mm -hmm. That's there's no issue with that. That's part of the process. Right. You have to have that. But you also have to have somebody to go talk to that's, you know, trained and, and you know, you do that and then you, you continue to pray and seek um, God, you know, while you're going seeking mental health, <laughs> you know. I'm so glad so. to hear you say this. I've been saying it for a long time. I think with my clients, the conversation comes up of, we call it pray and. Mm -hmm. Because yes, you're right. You have to pray. You have to stay connected. You do have to, to seek God. But there's and you know and right. i think about our own pastor who talks a lot about when god tells people to do things when he healed them he had them to do something too right. so it was you know you're healed take up your bed or you, you go and wash or you know go and do this and so i think that that's part of it is because we are part of the process god has put healing in us but we have to do something to to retrieve it to accept right. it and receive it and so it is so refreshing to hear somebody <laughs> say that. Yay! Somebody gets it. They really do. We, we, because we're, I feel like minorities, you mm -hmm, know, especially. as a whole, not even just uh, African Americans, but yes. you know, Hispanics and Absolutely. Uh, Asians. We're not mm -hmm. taught to go spread our business to somebody right. who we don't know, and oh, they they don't know you. They just, I can tell you what's wrong with you. No, you yes. can't. You don't know me. Right. <laughs> you don't even want to hear me. <laughs> you know. And we don't hear each other. We talk at each other, but we don't hear each other. And I think there are certain things that shut us down. Mm -hmm. um, I know in our own culture, that, and also I think in Hispanic culture and some of the other cultures I've encountered, it is seen as a weakness to say that you're depressed. Depression is something people think of as just snap out of it. You can't snap out of it. Okay. These are, no, it's, it doesn't work that way. You know, I, sorry, I didn't mean to No, no, no. I, I definitely... I fell into depression when my, when my father passed. Like I said. And, um, and I went through probably one of the worst times of my life, you know, in 2017. You know, it seemed like bad things were just happening. And I was so angry and depressed. And I, and I used to say, depression isn't real. Yes, that's I've heard that. Real. I've heard that. Like, nah, like, that's crazy. It's just a mind thing. And I think we don't have the words for it a lot of times, too. Right, right. And that's when I had to make a real decision with myself. I have to really look at myself in the mirror and say, you know what? You're tripping. You need help. And it's not embarrassing to say, mm -hmm. I just told a group of boys this, it's not bad to say, I need help. Right. I need to go get therapy. You know, because you will realize and see how happier you are when once you go to get some help and be real with yeah. yourself. You know? Thank you. I think that's a very important message. And I think too, a lot of times people um, get stuck right there or, or I get people to sit down in front of me. Well, I'm not crazy, but, and I know you're not crazy because right. you're here. I right. think crazy is not accepting help. Crazy right. is trying to figure this out on your own when you're right. already like, oh, I can't do it. So let somebody help you. Right. You know, we are helpers one to another. And I think that's really important. And then, you know, I know that we're running close to time, but I wanted you to talk a little bit more about two things um, because you're, you're a single dad, which props to you. And I can say that you are an excellent father. <laughs> you know, um, 
and this is you know this is this is i'm not blowing him up he really is a really good father patrick i have seen you with your daughter you spend time you make sure that she has what she needs you have parameters around her you keep her safe by you know having discipline but it's not you're not mean either you right. know you're loving and caring towards her and i absolutely love that i'm <laughs> so proud <laughs> of the young man that you are i really am right. and i'm grateful to to just see you flourish and to grow and to thrive and you're doing a good job you just you know keep up but what and i know because i was a single mom that there are certain struggles that the rest of the world doesn't see and takes for granted when you are a single parent um, I'm familiar with the female perspective. Can you talk a little bit more about what that's like as a young man? Um, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, um, I can see that. <clears throat> um, really just being, trying to be the best that you can, you okay. know, um, because you have to go to work. You, you, ha you honestly have to figure things out, you know, when it comes to being a single parent and uh, being a, a father, when you're dealing with the other parent, mm -hmm. you have to, somebody has to be the adult, you know? Right. And um, you have to try your hardest, even when you, you all don't see eye to eye, you know, you have to try your hardest to be um, very respectful to each other and be level-headed because, you know, some, one parent's not gonna do what you, what you like, one parent's not going to, you know, do what you do, you know. Right. You have to respect the other parent. And I think that's one thing that me and my daughter's mother have come to, we've, we've grown over the years. And, and it takes growth, right? It, yeah. It's not something that comes out of the box and you've got it figured out because nobody expects to be co-parents. It's when right. you get together, you're thinking, oh, this is a forever thing it's and things thing. don't always go that way. And then you have to figure out, okay, what well, makes sense. And I think um, what you two do well is keeping in mind what's best for your daughter mm -hmm. you know because what you want is not always what's best and you know fighting is not going to right, be right. the best thing and right. so yeah that's a lot of wisdom in that it's, in this young body <laughs> you know, it's, it took me a while to figure that out yeah because because at first you know it's not easy because mm -hmm. there's still a lot of hurt you yeah. know from the breakup yes it's, it's a lot of hurt. and it's a grieving process yeah. a lot of people don't realize yeah. that is somebody doesn't have to die for it to be grief you right. know, a loss of anything you can really, and I think you should grieve it. It's healthier. Like I didn't, I didn't want to. I definitely didn't want a co-parenting situation. I didn't right. want to lose what I had, but I knew it was not where I needed to be mm -hmm. anymore, and I knew it wasn't a situation healthy for me, my daughter's mother are my daughter right you know it just wasn't a healthy and that's situation. a hard decision to come to but it's a, but you have to be adult enough to mm -hmm. say hey let's let's try something else right let's figure it out so and, and my daughter was actually one of the main reasons why i went to go get therapy Good. you know you, you want to do it because you want to raise your child right right, good <laughs> right. You know? So, so you know it's 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 a lot, but it's fun. It's tiring sometimes. It's an extra job, but it's fun. Mm -hmm. um, I love it. You know, we do activities. You know, I think I'm a pretty cool dad. You know what? I can sign off on that. I think so too. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I love it. Right on. And then the last question I have is, what would you want the biggest message or takeaway to be from people listening to this today? Um, don't give up on yourself. 
Okay. No matter your situation, no matter what you've been through, forgive yourself. Ask God for forgiveness. That one's huge. Forgive yourself. Yes. Anybody that you've hurt, for, ask them for forgiveness and move on. And I don't know if you can see my little sign there. <laughs> but it says forgiveness is unlocking the door to set someone free and realizing that you were the prisoner. Right, right. And so, I mean, sometimes it's, it's like that. Yeah, you know, believe in yourself. You know, I always say double down on yourself. Yeah, yeah, right. You, know? <laughs> you gotta and, make those bets on yourself sometimes. And, and and you know, it's okay to fail, as long as you learn. Exactly. A loss isn't a, a loss; it's a lesson. So I have another little saying up here. <laughs> it has a picture of a man with a ball and chain. I can't right. draw, so I drew a stick figure. Mm -hmm. And the ball and chain says "pass." It says, "Never be a prisoner of your past." It was just a lesson, not a life sentence. And so we have to learn to let go wow, of that. we are in sync. See? I, have, I need to pay attention to them. <laughs> so, we are in sync. <laughs> and I but, love it. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I like having little messages to remind me. Yeah. When I see another good one, I'll like erase this. And you see, I have a blank chalkboard over there. It's another one's coming. Like, I post uh, positive uh, affirmations on my on my Instagram account. Would you like you to know. give out your Instagram so that people can follow you? Uh, we could do um, Patrick Martin Foundation. Okay. And we could do um, Patrick Martin for SUSD. Okay. Yes. So those are the two Instagram accounts to follow. I want to thank you so much for your time. No problem. Thank you for and having just, me. No, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm excited. This was great. I'm, I'm definitely, I, I can come back. Anytime. I love this. Yes, you have an open door. So I want to thank all our listeners today. And as always, I'm Jess Tamika. Have a great day.